Tune in to the hottest sports talk show on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Join us weekdays at 7 p.m. Stories about players and coaches of all levels. We make it easy to talk sports. Welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio. We've been having this celebration this week as Women's History Month, and we're going to continue that tonight with our guest, Leah Halton. And I hope that I got that name correct. Let me make sure and get my co-host in here, David Riley. How are you, sir? What's up, Princess? How, how are you doing today? Look, Dana, and uh, uh, I can't even remember. I have to leave it up, up to Tim. But anyway, all right. Tim knows. Tim knows. Welcome to the show, Tim Moore. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, Princess. Glad to be with you all again today. I'm happy that you're with us. Tim, can you tell Duck, you know, what part of God's country I'm in right now? He seems to have forgotten. It's the sunshine state, Duck. That's Uh, it. That's it. Duck, I keep telling you, God's a Gator fan. God's a Gator fan. Ooh. The sun is orange and the sky is blue. God's a Gator fan. Oh, man. I walked right into that one. I walked right into that, didn't I? Okay. Hey, 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 Tim, that's why I said I'll leave it up to Tim. I, I wasn't touching that. Even, even Rev don't like that one. He says, Sit down, princess. <laughs> God's a gator fan. <laughs> All right, let's get our guest in here tonight. We we love doing these things, or at least I do, and I know my co-hosts do too. And we want to find out the, the the journey of Leah Halton. Let me go ahead and open up her mic. Okay, I think I muted my mic. All right, let's welcome Leah Halton to the show. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing good. Doing good. Thank you for joining us. And I see that 609, um, that's a Jersey area code, isn't it? Yes, it is. All right. All right. Duck Riley and Tim Moore um, take over with Ms. Halton. Did I get the, the pronunciation right? Yes, you did. Okay. Good. Gentlemen, take over. I'll come back at the end. Okay. All right, Leah. I'm going to get started because I want to – talk about this journey and let's go all the way back to elementary school. Did you have any idea that you would be doing anything of this nature? Um, in elementary school, not at all. I wanted to be a forensic <laughs> You want go ahead, I couldn't hear you. Wanna be what? I wanted to be a forensic scientist. <laughs> well okay. All right. All right, so when you were back in Willenboro, uh mm-hmm. Did you participate in any sports or anything of that nature? I mean, you know, starting in elementary school to middle school. Um, yeah, I was cheering since about elementary school, and then I started getting injury prone, and then I knew sooner or later it was time to hang up that hat. Okay. When you say injury prone, like what what were some of the injuries that you had uh, during your your cheerleading days? Oh, that list goes on. Um, let's see. I had a hip flexor. Uh, I had a concussion. Uh, dislocated my shoulder. Broke about three fingers. Dislocated my knee. And some more, some more sprains. 
Yeah. And all of this is from cheerleading. All of this from cheerleading. So it is a sport. Yes, it is definitely a sport. Okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. We moved from we moved from junior high school, elementary school, junior high. Now high school. What are your thought process? Uh, you're a freshman. Uh, cheerleading, managing. What what what's what's coming about? What's happening with Leah? Um, in high school, I honestly didn't know what I wanted to do in college. I just was trying to take it year by year. And then as soon as I had got my concussion was my last injury, and that's when I just quit cheering. I hung up my pom-pom. Um, and that's when Coach Book took me on to manage for a boys' track. And that's where I kind of got the love for, like, managing the sport. That's where it started. Okay, so how many how many years did you do this for Coach Booker? So all four years of high school. Okay, so you basically could have could have ran the track program just between you and I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't come know on, about come right. on, Leah, tell me, Leah. So I need something to hang over with Coach Booker. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't necessarily do all the work. He did all the. Out of coaching, but I definitely did all the behind the scenes. Okay, now high school, you're going into your senior year. You're thinking about your major, uh, going to college, what colleges. So take us take us through your senior year and that thought process. Well, my junior year, I honestly admit, was my hardest year because my mom had me taking AP classes that I knew I was going to need in the future, but she forced me to take them anyway. <laughs> and then going into my senior year, she told me I need to start looking for schools, but I didn't know. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I did not know nothing about HBCUs until I had to go to a career fair. And I'm looking around like, what are all these schools? And I learned about HBCUs. I was like, okay, that's where I want to go. Because my initial two schools was Penn State and Michigan State. I know wow. about the HBCU world. The only thing I ever heard of, I believe, was like Alabama State and Jackson State. That's the only ones I ever heard of. So when <laughs> I did my research on HBCUs and I went to the career fair, I practically applied to almost all of them that had a football program because I was not trying to go to school without football. I just I just don't know how that school functions. But, yeah, so I think I applied to about 24 schools, and I got accepted to all of them as well. And then I also applied to Towson. And then now from there, I was just trying to figure out where all I wanted to go. Okay. What did it come down to? Did you narrow it down? Okay, you got accepted all 24. Now you're trying to narrow it down to where you want to go. What, did it, what was the last three that you narrowed it down to? Uh, I don't honestly think I narrowed it down. I just looked at the requirements I wanted for school. Um, because my requirements, I said they had to have a suite because I can't do that tiny little dormitory. They had to have laundry, and I had to have my car. And they got to be by Walmart. <laughs> so from there, I just looked at all the different schools. Cause I was like, okay, this one, that one, thought of TSU, um. I I don't think I applied to Alabama State at all, actually. I don't think I did. 
because it was just the location. Um, but I did my dinner went down to Tennessee State. Um, Jackson State was another option. And then Alabama A and M. And the reason I chose Alabama A and M was because of the um basically practically free school. I barely had to pay anything because of scholarships. So that's when I knew I was like, Yeah, the less money the better. <laughs> okay. Now, boom, okay. You go down with mom and you visit the school. What what captured your attention? Um, probably the the atmosphere because I never been to the south before. So it was like a culture shock, a complete culture shock. And I was just like, Oh, these people seem so friendly. And I'm not friendly, but I had to learn to be friendly <laughs> because when I first got down here everybody said I was really aggressive and I'm just like, I don't know how I'm aggressive but they said it's, it's just in New Jersey. I'm like, oh. So I had to learn to, like, try to soften up to people. But that's one of the things that pulled me down here, definitely. Okay. You, you're at Alabama and then you, your mom, they're dropping you off. You're going to your rooms now. What, what, are we, what are we majoring in? So I decided when I got here sports management just because I knew I didn't want to do nothing biology because when I was a kid, like when I was a baby, I wanted to be a vet. And then I learned that I don't like blood and I don't like needles and I don't like seeing animals hurt and I really don't like cats. So I said, that's not going to work. So then I thought I was a forensic scientist and I'm like, I don't want to see no dead bodies and I don't want to be on a crime scene. So that wasn't going to work. And I had to think of like everything I love to do. And besides interior design, I was like, okay, I really love football. I really love sports. So I said, I might as well do something I love so that I don't hate my career in the future. So that's why I decided sports management. Okay. You're there, you're majoring in sports management. You know, you got, you know, you had your brother who also played football, ran track. Now, you see the football program. What what strikes your interest? Um. Hmm. What's joke? What's like my interest? I, I don't even know, cause like <clears throat> I I grew up around football and I know how players are, how they love the game, they love the excitement, they love the drive, and it's like I had that same exact drive. I'm just not a player, so <laughs> I feel like that drive and that pull and like that just freedom and happiness that they have to play a game. I think that's just what pushed me so much to want to be at the program. And the boys, they just want to play. That's honestly what they want to do. They just want to play. Okay. I'm, I'm going to turn you over to uh, Tim and let Tim take you into your interns and all of that. All right, Tim. Yeah. Um, you talked about uh, the uh, the choice of an HBCU. What was it about HBCUs that was different, that, that, that drew you to wanting to be involved, not only uh, with campus life there, but um, – uh, in an athletic capacity with an HBCU? Um, I feel like, especially with interning with both uh, Division One, um, PWI, and HBCU, you could tell, like, a HBCU is more close-knit. They're more together and feel more like a family than dealing with a school in a Big Ten because in the Big Ten, it's so many people. Like, you could cross paths with people who probably not even see them for another month and then end up seeing them later on and be like, oh, hey, I remember you. But then being at HBCU, it's like I know these people. I see these people every single day. So mm-hmm. I just like the the feel of being with 
people like me and not only being with them that I like, it's also just that drive of being in one. It's like we all have a common ground and all love yeah. each other. You you mentioned the internships. Uh, how uh, how which schools did you intern with, and and uh, what uh, uh, what was the length of those internships? So I'm actually currently with Rutgers University right now, the Big okay. Ten and D. So I'm currently interning with them right now. It started in January, and it's still going on. Um, I don't necessarily have like a specific title because I'm kind of working in all different departments at the moment between mm-hmm. operations and marketing and public relations. I'm basically just working with the chief of staff. Whatever you want me to do, I do. And that's right. just how it's been so far. Okay. From uh from having uh that type of experience, uh what is it like uh you know, because I know sports management there there are some women in, in management uh, field but uh it is not dominated by women. And, um, you know, being an African-American woman who's wanting to go into that field, uh, uh, how how are you being received, and what is it that drives you to want to continue in that field? I think the drive mainly comes from the fact that it's not that many black women in the sports industry. And I feel like that pushes me to want to be in it more because I want to be, you know, that 2%, that 5%. Because it's not easy. Like, you got to work all the time, 24-7. You can't just stop and take a break or else you're going to fall behind. Because the difference between other careers and the sports is you not only got to know people, but they have to know you too. Because if they don't, then mm-hmm. and, and the word is only going to take you but so far. Okay. Uh, Coach Riley? Okay. I want to I wanna talk about the uh, you getting your internship with the Pistons. And mm-hmm. how was that? Tell us, you know, kind of your job responsibility and how did that work out for you? Uh, so with the Detroit Pistons, that I that internship honestly came to me last minute because our school, they uh, partnered with a lot of different programs. And they partnered with the Thurgood Marshall College Fund Program. And I applied through there, and it was like a long process. The process went from, like, January to about – May, no, about April, and it's just interviews after interviews, applications, and talking to people, and you didn't really get to pick the team that you wanted to go to, nor what you wanted to do. You got to list your top three of each, so I know from my list, I don't even think I put what I did. The ones I chose was operations, marketing, and public relations, and then the teams I chose was all down south. I believe I chose the uh, Hawks. Uh, Magic, and I believe the Rockets. And I didn't get none of them, nor what I wanted to do. <laughs> but <laughs> they had to reach out to you, and basically it was a decision-making on who they wanted. You was just thrown into it. And the Pistons picked me and put me in ticket of sales. Um, so when I got there, I was like, okay, this is different. This is definitely different. Um, I was like, I'm going to give it a try. So I got that, and we had to fly up to New York to be to basically meet with everybody. And it was only 65 of us chosen out of, like, 2,000 applicants. Um, so we got to go to New York. We all got to meet and have, like, the big inaugural debut, photos, all that, you know, the jazzy, fancy stuff. And then from there, we got flown to our designated teams. Um, so when I got to Detroit, there, it's, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was questioning the city, 
But I really truly <laughs> love the people. Like I love the people. Like the people they're they're real welcoming, real nice, real friendly. And they want to make sure you're doing great. Like, they didn't want to let you fall behind or doubt yourself. Like, say if I wasn't good at one thing, they would focus more on what I was good at and what I was not good at. And they would just push me to be better in other aspects as well as connect with the different departments, even if I wasn't in it. So my department, I got put in with ticketing sales. So I was working with the sales team and all the different aspects, basically sitting in, in their meetings. Uh, sitting in their conferences, going to their events. Um, we even got to go to the draft party for uh, at the arena for the NBA draft. And I got to basically see, like, how the sales team works, how they try to pitch tickets, sell tickets, put up the kiosks to try to sell seats for those upcoming games since the whole Jalen Duran and Jaden Ivey whole thing was going on. Everybody was so excited. Um I also got to look at the different areas of the building where, like, how they work, like, how they literally function from the ground up. Um, I got to also explore the city. I know my supervisor took me to different locations to show me around. We even went out to eat at this one place, and I don't know. There's no place down here in Alabama that can make the same thing. It was like a chicken parmesan sandwich. I don't know how they made it, but it was really good. Uh <laughs> And what else? What else have we done? Oh, the press conference to introduce the new players to the team. We also got to witness that, and they even invited, like, the Boys and Girls Club to come and interact with the players. It's just it's just a real homey feeling. It's a real welcoming and inviting. Like, nobody puts you out as an outcast or feel like you were less. So it was really great. I loved it up there. Nice people. Okay, now you've, you've had these experiences in turn, you know, you're working, you know, with the team down at Alabama A&M. You're working with Rutgers now. You, you work with uh, the Pistons. Now, where does Leah see herself after graduation? And congratulations on that. You're graduating in May. Where do you see yourself? Thank you. Um, I'm the type of person where if I set something I want to do, I'm going to do it. My mom and my dad knows to never get in my way when I say I'm going to do something. So my initial plan was to move to Miami, but prices up there is going crazy. So the goal <laughs> is still Florida. The goal is definitely still Florida um, because I'm from New Jersey, and I hate the cold. And I also chose Alabama because I thought it was not going to be cold. They told me when I first got here to visit, they said it will only rain about – well, not rain, but snow every once in a blue moon. And now it's – Think, I think it snowed at least once or twice since, like, every year since I've been here. They lied to me. Uh, but, yeah, so the goal is Florida because I know there's never going to be no snow. I'm fine with the rain. I love the rain. I just don't want no snow. So, right now, I'm focusing on uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Orlando Magic. Those are my two number ones. Okay. All right, we're going to uh... – Speaking of Florida, I hate to even do this, but uh, we need to bring our co-host in, uh, Princess. She's probably on mute. Yeah, Duck, I, I had my phone. Uh, I had my mic muted. So, um, Leah, thank you. I, I'm so proud that you want to 
to come to the state of Florida, the Sunshine State. We need more powerful <laughs> women. So congratulations. Uh-oh. Come on. But, Leah, it snows in Florida, too. I just want you to know. Um, it snowed twice this past uh, winter here in Florida, but it's usually North Florida. It, I don't think it really gets all the way to Tampa and, and Miami. I want to know, though, what is your career goal? Um, interning, being in sports management, is the goal athletic director at a Power Five? What's the, what's the, the track here that you're looking at? Uh, the goal, I honestly, I don't necessarily have, like, the end goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know I want to steer more towards, like, the players and coaching connect being connected to the community. Like, I want to focus more on maybe operations and the event management side, side of things or, like, even the public relations side of things because I just feel like, I want to help get their voice out there since they necessarily can't really say too much. So I just okay. want to stay in that area. I don't have an end goal yet, but I know exactly mm-hmm. what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So now tell me about um, a day in ticket and sales. Um, do you get to see how they get more people to purchase tickets? Um, are you getting to see how they, you know, design the ticket? And, and market it. Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, yes, for the ticket and sales, I, ne- I didn't necessarily see how they marketed it, but in the ticket mm-hmm. and sales department, we actually got the hands-on sale tickets. They set up our Arctic and our sale for it, and we got to actually like see the arena seating of how they seat with the mm-hmm. tickets, the price on each ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also put us in the sales force where we actually had to make phone calls every single day. And call people and try to pitch ideas and pitch ways to get them to buy a ticket. So it's okay. like you got to really be good at communicating because you're trying to sell somebody something that you know they don't need. So you got to make it sound good like they really need it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I got yeah. to hands on with that and try to figure out different ways or how to sell people tickets, how, they try, how to try to get away from those. And if I get a no, how to get around that to get them to try to come out to an event and maybe see how the team is looking in person before trying to get a ticket, go on arena uh, arena tours, different things like that. So now you've basically um, been on the sports management side for track and field in high school, intern for um, professional NBA team, the Detroit Pistons, in, you know, college football. Which one do you like best? Uh, <laughs> um, if I try to together, um, I love football, but on a professional level, if that makes sense. Like, I got mm-hmm. a taste of the professional level for NBA. However, I would prefer the professional level in football just because of my okay. love for that sport more. And since I understand that sport more than basketball. Mm-hmm. And then we got just a couple minutes left. Um, tell the listeners, because the board is list, lit up with those calling in to listen to you and, and the link, too, but give me, you know, a day in sports management for college football. What are some of the things that you're responsible for doing? Um, so it's not as much now since I'm about to graduate, um, but mm-hmm. when I first started out, like, my sophomore year when they needed people, 
uh, it was me and another girl named Kayla who she's really great in sports. She's really she's really great at her job. Um, basically, we helped out with like food, travel, um, different arrangements when it comes to getting the players where they need to be. Uh, when we flew to different schools, we had to get IDs and scan them to be able to get them to the airport, uh, hotel arrangements, food orders. And mm-hmm. then we also did the side of things where during every game we would set up the headsets and we would basically put the whole the whole monitor together on the field, get it connected yeah. to the top box to get the line of communication for the coaches. Um, we would test the headsets to make sure that they're working properly and there's no interferences. Um, and one side thing I did, because the coach who we worked under, he was always so busy because he was the director and he also coached the quarterbacks. So he had me busting footballs and getting footballs prepared for football games. <laughs> so I did I did that job. It was, kind of, it was fun. It was fun working with the footballs and seeing how you actually get them prepared and they're not too slippery. Yeah. So I did. That was all I did. Awesome. Awesome. Very well done, young lady. Now, when in this you talk to Coach Booker, make sure to tell him that Duck almost tried to get you to say oh, that you oh, were man. running things, and he, <laughs> and you were the reason for all of this. Make sure you tell Coach Booker, although I'll probably rat on him the next time he's on the show. <laughs> that I'm just playing with Duck there. Um, but, Leah, I'm glad that you understand that being a woman is your superpower. Continue to walk in that journey. Um, and it was just awesome listening to you. Duck, you got any last words, sir? Hey, I'm just, I, I just want to say hello to Mom. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. <laughs> I'm sure she's listening. Um, I know. Yeah. Text me the entire time. <laughs> oh, she she is? What, what's the last four of mom's number? Does she want to come on and say something to you? What's yeah, the last four? Uh, her last four is 8114. Yeah, bring her on, Princess. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, mom. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hey, you... coach. <laughs> She's saying, hey, coach. Wow. Smiley. <laughs> Oh man! So, mom, I'm listening. You're listening to your daughter. Um, you know, are you just proud to see where she's going and how well she's doing? I am super, super, super excited. Um, being a young lady, growing up under her brother, loving football, loving sports. Um, she has been on the sideline since she was two years old. Um, <laughs> To embrace uh, track, you know, managing track all four years of high school and then going to college and being a manager for their football program all four years. Uh, One thing she didn't share was um, females can get football scholarships too. You know, her experience on um, as a manager awarded her a football scholarship just like the players. So to let young ladies across the nation know that there's opportunities for women in football um, as well and to, and to pursue their dreams. This is her passion. Um, I always told her, find what you love to do. Tap into your passion. Um, because going to work every day, you don't want that to be a, a, a chore and a job. Yeah. You want to be able to enjoy it. And when you talk 
sports with Leah, she just lights up like a light bulb. And so you know <laughs> she is really, she can trash talk right with the best of them on all sports levels. Um, she's really living her dream. So I'm super excited. And like she said, I get out of her way. If she sets a goal, she, she nails it. Amen. Amen. Well, Mom, now, thank you. I, I really, that was just powerful. That's the way to end the show is to get your perspective, too. And I also want you to tell Coach Booker what Duck said, too. <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, I'm Leah sending was, him a text message. Yes. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and she did. We used to call Leah the mini coach of the track team, you know. Uh, he had no problem letting her start practice if he had a teacher's meeting or anything got him delayed, and she would get the, the players warmed up, and she would stretch them out in between their races. So she really and truly embraced managing sports. It wasn't hey, a man. juicy job. I'm jealous, Leah. I wish they they had something like this when I was coming through college. Duck, is there anything you want to say in your defense? Hey, Francis, you see what I mean? You hear what mom just said, that she, she took so over. So, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> she just said he allowed her to start practice and warm up and do all those things. Coach Booker isn't going to get a break. Mom, thank you. Thank you for what you're doing to raise powerful young women. And, and Leah, just keep continue to walk, young lady, um, and, and continue success to you. I'm, I'm happy to know you. Thank you. You too. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We got to get you back. We got to get you back. I, I, I want to hear more and how you're doing and, and for sure. So thank you both to the Halton family. I really appreciate you all being on. Thank, thank you. you. Awesome. Duck? Uh, you, you're going to tell on me, so I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> Ladies, have a wonderful evening and tell Coach Booker what I said if we don't get to tell him. <laughs> all right. Never had it so good. <laughs> Never had it so good. We got to get out of the way. We got another show coming up at the top of the hour. Ladies, have a great evening.